Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, I will go. Yes, Lord, to your will and to your way. Yes, Lord, to your teachings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift your hands all over this house. Those on the outside, those who are on YouTube and Facebook, lift your hands right where you are. Hallelujah. It's an act of surrender this morning. Yes, Lord. I might not want to, but yes, Lord. I might not feel to, but yes, Lord. I may not feel like I have the strength, but yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. My soul say yes. Hallelujah. 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 Put your hands together for Jesus. Make that stronger. Hallelujah. You may be seated now in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. It's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. It's good to know that God woke us up this morning, clothed us in our right minds, and we are in his house giving him praise today. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look around you. We are not in the cemetery. Amen. For this morning. Amen. And God has been good to us. I know the enemy wants us to be that, that but God is a good God. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you think of anything God has done for you over the past week? Hallelujah. I can think of many things. And I'm so thankful to the Lord this morning that we are together. So welcome to the house of the Lord. Good to see our visitors. Good to see our regular members, our regular persons. Good to have you online. And it's good to know that God has been keeping us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. And so as we gather every Sunday morning when we have the opportunity, I want us never to take it as a as, as just something that is just ordinary. I believe that this is something to be thankful for. And we are so grateful this morning that the Lord has caused us to be in his house together. We want to talk a little bit this morning. Um, we are in the month in which we are focused on uh, witnessing and uh, sharing our faith uh, and all of that. And it means uh, so much. Uh, and so much. Brother Miller, good having in the house. Great having in the house this morning. And uh, so many others. Uh, but good seeing you. Matthew chapter 12, verse 20. Very, a scripture that many of us would have read very frequently. And uh, perhaps might not have spent some time trying to figure out what it means. A bruised reed shall he not break, and smoking flax he will not quench till he sends forth justice to victory. Hallelujah. The word of God. Another verse 
Hallelujah. Another version says, uh, perhaps we can understand it a little bit more, says, uh, He will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering candle. Finally, he will cause justice uh, to be victorious. I want to speak to us on the theme this morning, simple theme, Jesus saves. Hallelujah. Jesus saves. Let's shout that in the atmosphere. Jesus saves. When most people think of Jesus, especially us Pentecostals, we generally seem to think on the spectacular, the miracles, the resurrection, or the raising of the dead, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. And there is certainly nothing wrong with that. And sometimes, however, we forget that one of the main reasons we should think about when we think about Jesus is the fact that Jesus still is in the life-changing business. Amen. And sometimes we sort of push that on the back burner because it doesn't look all so spectacular. But brothers and sisters, may I remind you of what the apostle Peter said in 1 Peter 2 verse 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him that called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So that in itself is just awesome. Called us out of darkness, a dark place. We are now, by virtue of the experience of salvation, are now a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We are a people who, it doesn't matter how many times before, the unsaved gets healing. Do you know that? People who do not know the Lord can experience healing. But those who come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior, what a mighty work that has been wrought by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our text is an Old Testament prophecy, the one we just read, that was spoken some 700 years before the birth of Christ. It speaks of a bruised reed, a plant that is very tender, and I'll go a little bit more into that, and that Jesus would not break a bruised reed, a plant that was so tender and so easy to bend, to break. But in this epistle, in this context of the prophecy, which was fulfilled 
by Jesus as he reiterated it in the New Testament. And he said, a smoking flax that he would not quench. The best way I seek to put that to us is, for example, those who used to use those tilly lamps. Probably you're too young to know about tilly lamp. Right? But those lamps with a wick that would go down into the kerosene or the oil and the flame would be fueled by pulling on the oil. But sometimes the wick needed trimming. Sometimes what the wick would do is cause more smoke than real flame. Or sometimes the oil would be so low that after a while it is only getting smoke. A smoking flax he would not quench. And I'll get some more into that. Most as I do, however, believe that this is speaking of people, regular people, people who are bruised, people who have gone through the mill and come back, people who have just been so downtrodden, battered, broken lives, people that are about to give up, people that are about to throw in the towel. When you think about it, there's never a time like today where we see so many bruised people, so many battered and broken lives. Everywhere we look, we see it all around us, shattered and torn lives. But Jesus said that the thief comes in John 10, 10, not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Whether it's in abuse, an abuse, a divorce, alcohol, drugs, depression, or oppression. And yes, even Christians falling away from God. As we look around us today, we see Satan at work. The destructive plan and hand of the enemy is certainly at work. But here Jesus in this prophecy is saying a bruised reed he will not break. And a smoking flax he will not quench. Brothers and sisters, this very fragile plant. And yet if the reed is bruised, yet if you are bruised this morning, my Jesus is saying I am a servant who will handle it so gently, who will handle you so gently that he will not break you. He will not crush you. He will not despair. He will not push you away from him. And this morning, it doesn't matter where you are in life and how you feel dejected and oppressed and depressed and abused and going through such a time. I'm here to tell you that Jesus is reassuring 
you. I'm here to tell you this morning that he will not break you. He has not come to push you aside. He has not come into this world to show you up and to throw you aside. But he's here reminding you who are listening to me this morning that he's the Lord and he's a Savior who is able to come alongside you and pick you up and turn things around. He knows you're hurting. He knows that things has happened to you. But guess what? He's declaring, I am not come to destroy like the enemy. I'm not come, the enemy comes to steal. He comes to, to kill. He comes to destroy. But he's saying, I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He will not quench it. He will not put out for many of you this morning. I know that since this pandemic or even before and, and perhaps during the pandemic, you're faced with a situation oh, where your wick is all smoking the Holy Spirit and your sense of being in the presence of the Lord Oftentimes you wonder if you are still saved. You wonder sometimes if you are still having the ability to walk before the Lord. Because so many has happened. But I'm here to tell you this morning. Oh, like the smoking flax. What he is desiring is to come and to fan you back into flame. Hallelujah. He has not come. Oh, he's not showing up this morning and saying, Brother Ken, all you're doing is smoking. But he's saying, I'm Jesus and I want to come close to you so that I can restore you. I can remove the smoke and let flame come again. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know how many times or when you have gone through a season when you're wondering if you're still baptized, if you're still filled with the Holy Spirit, if you have the ability to speak in tongues and lay hands on the sick and see them recover. But I have news for you this morning, Sister Nemard. It doesn't matter your age. Ah, he is saying, I am God. I am sent my son, Jesus Christ, and I'm come not to snuff you out. I'm come to lift you up. I'm come to restore you. I've come this morning. I want to come down your street. Hallelujah. I want to come down your lane. I want to come beside you and rebaptize you. Hallelujah. And make your oil flow again. And make the anointing flow again. I'm coming down beside you this morning. Oftentimes we feel that God deals roughly with our weaknesses and our failures. And I think sometimes the church is at a place where we, we who are members of the church 
we, 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 we present Christ in a bad way. We present Christ in a way which we are saying when you have walked with him and you have failed, that's the end. Oh, hallelujah. We like to put people in cemeteries. We are about burying people. But Jesus is saying, ah, not so. Hallelujah. I am, I am, a, I am, a, I am a powerful God. But I'm a God who deals with my people gently. Oh, when you have fallen away, I want you to know that there's a side of the Lord that is tender-hearted. Hallelujah. He's tender-hearted to the broken. He's tender-hearted to the unsaved. And he wants to pull you in. He knows you have been through it. He knows you are battered. He knows that you have been all gone through so many challenges. And you are about oh, to listen to the devil and his antics that is coming in your ears and whispering. You don't see that you have no use anymore. You don't see that God has rejected you. You don't see that you are, you are rejected. And the Holy Spirit is here to let you know this morning that he's a God. My God, my Abba, my Jehovah is one who is tender-hearted towards you. Hallelujah. He wants to help those who are bruised. He wants to help those, oh hallelujah, whose flame has gone out this morning. For Jesus sees the value of a bruised reed. Hallelujah. From a natural perspective, it's the end. From a natural perspective, the way that some of you have lived, as you listen to me this morning online, you're saying to yourself, I cannot serve God anymore. I've done so many wickedness. I've done so many bad things. Oh, but he sees the value of a bruised reed. Mighty God, he sees for he's God and he can turn up in your life and straighten even a broken reed without allowing it to be torn off. Oh my Jesus, he wants to come your way this morning and allow you to know that he sees value where no one else sees value. Hallelujah. So Jesus sees the value of a bruised reed. Even when no one else can, he sees. Hallelujah. Rejected by father. Rejected by mother. Rejected by many men. Rejected by women. We are going through times of great rejections at time. Many of us are like these bruised reed. And we need to be strengthened but in Ephesians 3 verse 16, the word tells us, oh hallelujah, that indeed others are like the smoking flax that can only be burned brightly for the Lord again when we are drenching oil. But guess what? We know, we know whom we believe in this morning. 
and we are persuaded this morning that he's more than able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you can think or ask how many this morning you have lost loved ones you have been through the fire but you're alive this morning you're alive this morning you're still alive this morning and my God wants you to know that he is the reason why you're alive and he's saying, I don't give up on you. I have not given up on you. You have failed me many times, but I have not given up on you. I will come and be tender-hearted towards you. Praise God. The devil may come to steal and to kill and to destroy. But that wasn't the end of that verse. But Jesus said, but Jesus said, hallelujah, the devil didn't say this, the pastor didn't say this, but Jesus said, I have come, I am come that you might have life. I, I didn't just come to heal you. Oh, hallelujah. I didn't just come to make you feel good. I didn't just come to provide some food for you. I am come that you might have life, eternal life. I am come to resurrect you. Hallelujah. I'm not come, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit, to give you 50 more years. I've not come to make you live until you're 90. I've come that you might have abundant eternal life. Hey, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know your flax. I know you're smoking. Let me talk to my people this morning. I know when we look on. I know when Pastor look on. All he's seeing is some smoke. No fire, but my Jesus reminding us this morning, look at me again. I'm a Jesus who walk into temples and turn tables around and over. But I'm also a Jesus when I come to deal with my people. Hallelujah. I'm showing up this morning to restore your shout. I'm coming this morning down your way to restore your prayer life. I'm coming this morning to restore life in you and to rebaptize you with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, and I want to see as Jesus sees. I'm seeing flames. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Flames brightly burning. Flames that will be ascending onto the top of the hill. Oh, hallelujah. We're not just running mosquitoes. We're not just going under some bushel. We're not going under some hiding place. But this morning, Jesus is showing up to get you from under the bushel. You're not just running mosquitoes by your smoke. Oh, but I want for you to know that you bear in your 
embodies the marks of Christ and the spirit that lives in Christ Jesus is the same spirit that is imparting unto you. You shall live again. You shall burn hot again. Hey, hallelujah. 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 In 2 Samuel 2 verse 9, David had just ascended to the throne of Israel. He then says, is there any? Hallelujah. Is there any left? Of the house of Saul. That I may show him kindness. For Jonathan's sake. In verse 3. He uses the term. The kindness of God. You see the young man. Mephibosheth. Was heir to the kingdom of Israel. He was the son of Jonathan. And the grandson of King David. Hallelujah. But David calls for him. Here David was a type of Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know where you are in Lodibar. I don't know where oh, you have been banished. I don't know how and who you're blaming. Oh God, where were you when my mother died? Where were you? I can imagine when Meshibosheth oh, heard of the call. He said, I'm a dead dog. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know some of the things that we have done. Oh, when we hear the pastor call. When you hear Minister Richard's call. You said, they hear about me now. They hear what I've done. But this is a call beyond my voice. God is calling you. God is saying, I'm calling you to my table. Mm. Hallelujah. God is saying to somebody this morning, Oh, it's not my fault where you are. Because I believe my feeble chef might have thought. You, David, you are the one who killed my father. You are the one who caused me to be where I am today. You wouldn't be in this condition if it wasn't for God you are saying. But God is a righteous God. Where you are is not God's fault. They think if God was really loving... A loving God. He wouldn't have let these awful things happen. You're asking yourself, God, where were you? Where are you, God? In all that I am going through, are you someone who is blaming God for your situation this morning? I'm here to tell you this day. God is not the author of your misery. God is not the cause of your problems. God wants you to be the head and not the tail. God wants you to lend and not to borrow. So you're in debt today. 
God wants you to be the victor and not the victim. God wants you to rise up and declare that you're more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. If you're bruised and battered today, I'm telling you Jesus Christ can heal your hurts and your pains. I'm telling you that he can, you can cast all your cares on him for it is the devil that has caused where you are right now. But God desire to restore you to his table. Hallelujah. He's calling you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You might be in a low place this morning. You might have wondered. You might even be crippled this morning. You might be crippled this morning. Not only in you're in a low place, oh, but your financial legs have been crippled. You planned your thing all out. Oh, you're being crippled. But God is saying, I'm capable of restoring you. I'm capable of taking you out of that situation. And every time he sat at the king's table, Meshibotheta, oh, he was not at all intimidated. For you know what? Sometimes when you're sitting at the same table, nobody can tell you that your legs were broken. Because at the table, all of us are eating at the same level. My God wants to show up in somebody's life this morning. He has come to pull you out of your depressed condition. Out of a place where you thought it would have remained for the rest of your days. But this morning, there's a great turn around. There's a great pulling up. I call you out of Lodibar. I call you back to the Lord's table. In fact, the Holy Spirit is calling you this morning to a place of restoration. He's still in the life-changing business. He's still changing lives. Oh, you are broken, battered, and worn this morning. But God sees it all. And he's not turning up to destroy you. He's turning up to restore you. I'm here to tell you today. God is here to restore you. Jesus saves. Hallelujah. Jesus saves. Tell it all. Echo it all around. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. He saves from depression. He saves from oppression. He saves. He saves. He saves. Hallelujah. 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 And that's the message we bring. That's the message we share. He's a saving Jesus who takes you out of your situation that seems hopeless. You have seen it all. You have been pushed down. You have been battered by people. But he comes to lift you up. A bruised reed. Hallelujah. 
Oh, you might be at a place where you, you people say it, it's the straw that breaks the camel's back, but you're not gonna hang yourself. You're not gonna take your life up. You're at that you're, you're at the brink of this. I'm talking to somebody. You're at the brink of this morning up where you say to yourself, I can't take one more. But Jesus has showed up this morning to let you know it's not just the one more, but he's gonna lift you up. Oh, yes. Hey, Kondorobo. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You are not going to take your life up for a greater Jesus is here. Hallelujah. You're backslidden. You're backslidden. You have done so many things that you are even, you are even ashamed. But, oh, Lord, there is a cry uh, coming. Is there any? Hallelujah. Is there any that was in my house? Oh, I'll come for you. I'm coming for you. For you shall be on my shoulders. I'm taking you back into my fold. A bruised reed. I will not snuff you out. Because it's mercy time. Hey, hey, hey. You don't deserve it. But I'm coming with my mercy. Hallelujah. I'm coming down with my mercy. My mercy. You deserve. Your weak deserve to put out. But mercy is at work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's a restoring father. Yea though. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yet you're not going to fear any evil. For thou art with me. He's coming down with his rod and his staff. And they are going to put you back into the right place. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Jesus is still changing lives. And when you look at the woman in the New Testament who was caught in the very act of adultery. She was a wreck. She felt that um, it was it, um, a shame, but Jesus stepped in. And the scene gave her a new life. That's what Jesus is into. New life. New life. Restoring lives. Hallelujah. God bless you this morning. God bless you this morning. I may not know a lot, but one thing I know, Jesus Christ has the power to set you free. I might not know what kind of bondages you're in. I might only know how to, to hammer down steels and bars, but when it comes to, oh, bondages that wreck human lives that can't be seen. Do you know that some of your pastor and some of God's people are chained so much, so much, but he's a Christ who comes down, who is able to rip off bondages, rip off chains, break down prison bars, break through barriers. Oh, Jesus saves and he comes to declare and to set the captive free freedom 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 
freedom. He has the power to set you free. Oh, hallelujah. I don't care how many legions have your lock. I don't care how many times they have chained and chained you again and chained you again. But the power of the Almighty, oh, the dunamis power comes to wreck barriers and to lift up chains from off your life. Hallelujah. And I end with Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1. Jesus, when he stepped in on the scene, he took up the scroll and he read, hallelujah, that he would bind up the brokenhearted. He'd proclaim liberty to the captives, open prison doors to them that are bound. He comes to give beauty for ashes and give the oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness Jesus saves mourning will turn to joy heaviness garment of heaviness oh hallelujah a praise garment hallelujah Hallelujah, he comes to set us free. Oh, bow your heads with me. I believe there are many online or sitting before me this morning who may not have experienced as yet the loving, caring arm and hand of our great Savior. How many know what I'm talking about based on where you are this morning? But you know what? You know what? It's like to be so down. You didn't know what to do then. All of a sudden, he's coming to take off your heaviness, to lift it, lift somebody's heaviness. Your shoulders are weighed down heaviness but he's still picking up bruised reeds with his loving care touching and healing hallelujah 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 so jesus looked at peter and said satan desire to sift you hallelujah oh but i have prayed for you when thou art restored Feed my people. Love my people. Yes, you were on fire before. Just like Peter was. And Peter was ready to die for Jesus. And before you know it, the fire in his life was totally, nearly totally extinguished. But Jesus reached down with love. I'm not going to let you go, Peter. I'm not going to let you go, Peter. My love for you is so strong and my mercy too great to let you slip away. I won't quench you. I won't pour water on you, but I'll fan you back into flame. There's something 
miraculous about my Jesus. He's capable of doing the impossible. You don't have to leave the way you came for Jesus' sake. This is a new song, but Jesus said, Oh, you don't have to leave this way you came. For Jesus says, yay, Jesus says, he's here to pick you up. He's here to make all things new. And when you think that all is lost, Jesus says, You're never too far where he can't reach you. You're never too far gone where he can't restore you. But if you will let him this morning, he'll restore you. For Jesus' fire of the Holy Ghost to burn this morning again. Hallelujah. 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 So Lord, here we are before you. Touch your people. Reach forth, O oh Lord, and touch. 
touch. That joy fills souls again this morning. Let joy fill hearts again, O oh Lord. Let praise be restored to the lives of your people and strength. Lord, let garments of praise be once again be our clothing. O oh Lord. And those who are also broken and at their wit's end. Lord, you have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. For the thief comes but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But you, Lord, you have come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, mighty God, for the restorative power that comes only from you. We thank you.